the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good morning, and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we're talking savings investments in your retirement. It's always here. It's always here on the Max Out Savings Show. And our, our show is all about building up wealth and understanding the world today. Give me just a second. Let me turn down this air conditioner. Hold on just a second, and we're going to continue to do this. That didn't work, but uh, we just work, work through it. Uh, but what, what we're looking at is, as I said, the show is all about building up wealth and understanding the world today. And we try to we try to do that uh, with the show. Try to bring bring what's happening in the world today to the show, so, so you understand our, our motto and our philosophy, which is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. Save aggressively, invest conservatively. In this world today, more than ever, it's important to do that. There are so many unknowns in the world. The world is changing so quickly. Uh, if we're looking back on it. Uh, about five years ago, uh, we were in a deflationary world. We had we had zero interest rates. We had uh, 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 the, the uh, they were uh, they were the, the Fed funds typically over long term has been about four, which is, the Fed funds is a short term uh, uh, monetary uh, issue uh, monetary interest rate. The Fed uses typically it's been approximately two point five percent. It was zero for years. Uh, over the last about 10 years, it stayed near zero. Sometimes it popped up. That's very unusual. Typically, it's much more. But, the, you know, the theory was is we'll never see inflation again, uh, and, and we're going to have uh, – have have a world of 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 just no inflation and no interest. Well, that's changed. In inflation peaked uh, at about nine nine point three percent about six months ago, uh, and, and and that's a chain down. That's that's an artificially known number. So the the number was really more ahead of that. It, it, you know, it was almost a mini hyperinflation we had, and so the world has changed. We've had since 1984, 83, we've had interest rates falling kind of in a line all the way down to that zero level. That's changed. Now we live in an inflationary world. But we had globalization. 
for the last 35 years, China took our, our, our manufacturing, took our jobs, uh, moved them overseas, you know, stole our technology and copied the factories in some cases almost exactly and, and moved them over to China. And, and, and so we were losing jobs. China rarely had a recession during that 35 years. It had un, almost 35 years of uninterrupted growth as they basically collected up all the world's manufacturing. That's changing. Now we're having deglobalization. Now we're moving factories back to the United States. We're having reshoring. You know, how many uh, semiconductor factories are being built in, in Taylor, Texas, in Phoenix, Arizona, up, up there near Dallas, uh, uh, other parts of the country? Uh, you know, we're, we're seeing a huge amount of, of move of manufacturing, uh, electric car plants, battery plants. Uh, different uh, companies are, are examining their supply chains. Uh, you know, they, they realized during the pandemic that their supply chains could be cut off, uh, and, and, and now they're moving them back here. So, so, so it, it's a different world. It's higher inflation, higher interest. It, it, we've had one of the biggest increases in interest rates. Uh, the the 10-year went from about 0. 0.4 uh, you know 0.45% over to uh, in, in 2020 0.45% up to where right now it's about 3.8% it hit 4% <laughs> that's a huge move up short-term rates uh, you know the the 30-day Treasury bills uh, it's probably close to five and a half percent it was close to zero a year and a half ago so so higher interest rates reshoring inflation higher debt levels that you know we 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 have we have uh deficits during the pandemic hit six six and a half percent of gdp they're still looking at five percent of gdp going forward we can see a trillion and a half plus dollar deficit this year record deficit spending that, that's a different world it requires a different different way to invest it, it, and i think it's important to understand that and we try to bring that to your show uh, we we had peace for years around you know we had a few skirmishes you know the us would have a war with with iraq and then we did one with afghanistan uh, you know i mean uh, i mean, i don't even know what to say about afghanistan the one country on planet earth that nobody succeeded in conquering and we somehow went over there uh but uh, I mean, what do they say about history? But uh, it, it doesn't repeat, but it rhymes. What came pretty close to repeating. Uh, but but the difference is now we're on the cusp of major confrontation with with Russia, with China, as we really talked about uh, here, you know, on the show. You know, we're dealing with with the war with the Ukraine. The Ukraine has brought about. One of the things that we did that Joe Biden did in the first you know weeks of the war was is they confiscated Russia's foreign exchange reserves at the Fed. As soon as they did that, and this is why we've been such a critic of the of the Ukraine war, is every country in the world had to start instituting plans to to make sure that they don't keep too much money at the Federal Reserve or too much money in dollars. That's led to the de-dollarization of the of the. Uh, uh, of, 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 of the world, of the world, actually, it, the dollar was a de facto global reserve currency since the Bretton Woods uh, Agreement after World War II, and, and we, we we dominated it. Well, once once those foreign exchange reserves were taken, and once Russia was kicked off the the SWIFT banking system, everybody else 
had to have a plan because they could be they could be have it be in the spat with the United States and be cut off too. So no country can do that. So we're seeing a bifurcation. We're seeing the Chinese and the Russians and, and other countries build out a, another financial system, another banking, uh, a SWIFT type of system. We're seeing a, a brick currency coming. They're trying to put together, which is Brazil. Russia, India, China, just this as an alternative. So these are all big mega trends that are that are that are, that are shaping the world today. And so in that world, uh, things are different. Uh, you know, we've recently spent an enormous amount of money upgrading our research in in the bond area because we've done bonds from time to time. But we we think going forward. Bonds are better opportunities. It, it's been it, it, we actually run a sixty forty bond split. We, we've got a pretty you know we, we do a lot of different things in the bond area, but but we we felt we could really bring a lot of value going forward to the bond market because instead of looking at try, looking at bonds and going hey I'm not getting interest on my bonds would you know I I'm going to go invest for three or five or six years and get three percent it, it, it wasn't worth it. Now, all of a sudden, with higher interest rates, it, uh, it, it changes the game. It, 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 we, we believe that this is also going to lead to a lot more currency issues. So we, we put a lot, a huge amount of money into in, in, into research in those areas because we, we we think things are fundamentally changing there. It's all of these things are leading to you know higher inflation higher interest rates, massive government deficits as far as the eye can see, war, uh, uh, food shortages, all of these things are leading to the to, to importance of conservative investing, uh, protecting your assets, and understanding it's a different world. Now, the S&P 500 is up pretty nicely so far this year. It's been basically <laughs> the magnificent seven Stocks, which 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 is really uh, which which those are those are your Amazon, Apple, uh, Microsoft, uh, Google, uh, Tesla, Meta. Uh, missing one more here. Did I hit Apple? Well, anyway, those those are the big ones there, and uh, that that have run the market up. This week, the the valuations have gotten so extreme, and more important, the market caps have gotten so extreme on these stocks that the Nasdaq has has come out and and they're rebalancing them over the weekend to reduce the level of Microsoft, Apple, Meta, uh, Google, Amazon, uh, the the Tesla. So so because they were they were a huge percentage of the S and P 500, and so even now. Uh, if you add up, I think Apple and Apple and Microsoft were about twenty something percent of the of, of the of the of the Nasdaq market. And these these are massive numbers. And, and so, what we're dealing with is is just kind of a, a different world. And so you have to understand that uh, in the world today. As I, I flip over, I was actually going to pull up a chart of the Nasdaq as I'm talking, but the looking out. Uh, you know, so, so they've been powered. So the market, the S and P 500, has been powered up by seven stocks. A lot of companies are having problems out there. Retailers are having problems. The consumer's slowing down. Uh, it, it's what it's created is almost this false market in here, where, where they they're able to actually just manipulate these seven stocks, and particularly AppleSoft. I mean, Apple, Microsoft, also known as AppleSoft. Uh, the Google. Those those are 
massive stock buyback programs in those companies, and so they're able to walk these stocks up. But the valuations on those seven stocks we talked, I think, is something like $11 trillion right now. That's on top of about a $24 trillion economy. That's an awful lot of market capitalization. It's piled into companies that if, if China invades Taiwan next week, these guys, Apple, Microsoft, they're in trouble. Uh, uh, I don't know, Amazon, I'm not as sure about. Uh, Facebook, Tesla, they're in trouble. Uh, there's a lot of these big companies are going to be in trouble real quickly. And, and so th- there's risk in the world. And the problem is, is when you've got $11 trillion market cap in seven stocks, everyone wants to sell. Who's going to buy that? Who's going to buy it? Where's the half a trillion dollars going to come from that's going to need it to support the stocks? I mean, they can only buy back so much stock in these companies. And so this is something I think there's a tremendous amount of risk in those seven stocks. Uh, I mean, I like a lot of them, but the valuations just, you know, 30 times uh, 80 times Nvidia. That's the seventh one. Yeah, it, uh, you know, 80 times earnings for Nvidia. Uh, the, the different ones all across the board. A stock with a mega capitalization on it shouldn't have the highest PEs because the problem comes in is how do you grow the earnings long term? I mean, pretty soon the law of large numbers starts catching up. But it's not just the law of large numbers of who you're going to sell it to. It's the law of, law of large numbers of how are you going to get get the earnings from the companies. And in the past, some a lot of these big mega caps actually sold at, at, at somewhat of a discount. Uh, and, and so this is something we're watching closely. So understand, but there's other areas of the market. You can in, in other areas you can buy, you know, good quality growth. In some cases, the same growth profiles at 15 times earnings. Uh, there, there, there's other areas of the market that you know some of this maybe don't have quite the growth prospects, but you can buy those at, at eight, nine times earnings, which is a heck of a deal, and get a big dividend on top of it. And so, and so the question is, is you know that that appears to be where the opportunity. In the world we just talked about, a, a, a radically different world over the last three years and the last 15, 20, 30 years, that, that's going to typically lead to a lot more volatility. The most remarkable thing about this rally in the Magnificent Seven tech stocks, we had the worst perform, one of the worst performances in the last 100 years for the markets last year. If you talk if you add in stocks and bonds, it was probably a top three or four worst performance in over 100 years. And so typically that people go, whoa, I'm going to be a little more careful. But this is, instead, it's created a complete buying panic in, in these big capitalization stocks, which, which we don't think is healthy. Tell you what, let's take a quick break here and we'll be right back to talk some more right here on the Max Out Savings Show. The Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air... We're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. 
We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512newmedia, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees Stayed Alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. The Big 1070 is everywhere on TuneIn.com, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com, and in Houston on AM 1070 and FM 1033. The answer. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Savings Show, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement. Uh, tell what we've got a call uh, here. Uh, welcome to the Max Show. Uh, good morning, Ted. Uh, I have a question concerning, uh, and this, this I guess would apply to two persons approaching retirement. With respect to annuities, uh, are, are annuity payments, uh, do they add to your adjusted gross income or no? Uh, yes, yeah. Oh, they you do. know, actually... Uh, you know, I tell you what. Let me check on that and see. We don't. I don't do annuities, uh, but I, I'm pretty sure they are. Uh, it, it, well, it depends. There, there's part of it that can't be, and the part of it that is. And, and really, we we don't do annuities. I, I try to get you an answer on that. Okay. All right. And then the second question, uh, uh, and it just in general with with the inflation going on. Uh, I'm, when you go into the grocery store and you're looking at the price of different things, some things are starting to come down, and other other things are still pretty elevated. But the one 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 product that seems to, I mean, that has really taken off, and I'm not exactly sure why, has been the detergent soap category. Uh, you know, those things have surfactants and, I don't know, maybe phosphates or whatnot. Is there a shortage of this stuff, or, or what's why what, Why does that particular product on a grocery shelf just, I mean, just has taken off to such an extent? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know the answer to that. I, I, I do know that, you know, that it, it's, uh, it, it's it, some of these, I think in some of these cases, and this isn't a real good answer to that, but what I've noticed in some cases, some of these manufacturers have realized that they could cut, that, they, that, that their clearing costs 
where they can raise prices without losing demand is higher than they thought. And I think that's what we're running into with some of these. I think some of it's not as much due to inflation as they're realizing they have more pricing power than they realized. Oh, okay. So in other words, everybody needs to wash clothes, and so <laughs> uh, it's pretty much an essential item. So that that's what they're doing. I, 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 yeah. I don't know. I, I haven't seen anything on phosphates. Good question, though. Thanks, okay. Charles. All right. Okay, yeah. Well, uh, by the way, here's the yeah here's the thing on the annuities. They're taxed when you withdraw money or receive payments. If the annuity was purchased with pre-tax funds, uh, which which is in in, uh, in, in in like an IRA, the entire amount of the withdrawal is taxed as ordinary income. Which is if it's in your IRA, then it, it's it's taxable. Uh, uh, yeah. Let me see here. You're only taxed on annuities or anything. Yeah, it, it, so particularly in, it, in some cases, it can be a little different if it's an annuity purchased outside of the of the IRAs. If it's inside the IRA, it's a hundred percent tax, and, uh, and, and there, there could be some different some differences on the other ways to do it. Well, I'll try to get you some more answer, a better answer on that. Uh, the you know, t- talking a little bit about uh, the the the. The, the inflation of what we're, what we're seeing there, you know, we continue to see the inflation, and what where we're really seeing it is in workers workers' wages. And this is the toughest thing about inflation. What people forget about inflation is is in the past twenty five years or so, we've seen what 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 basically has been has been oil oil and gas price in oil and gas inflation. So if oil was at trading at fifty dollars a barrel, it went up to a hundred. The inflation numbers went up, and there was a huge panic uh, with inflation. And then, then the inflation, the, the the oil and gas prices broke down the next year, and the inflation fell back down. What's different this time is it's is 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 as Mr. Caller just pointed out is. It, it, it detergents that the price isn't going down. It, it wages wages are much more sticky. You know, once you give somebody a raise, it's awful hard to take it back. And we're still seeing a shortage of workers. A semiconductor plant in Phoenix that uh, they're building, they delayed the startup because they're having trouble finding enough engineers and technical people to get the plant going. We're looking at a potential UPS strike for 340,000 people. There's also a yellow freight strike for, I think they have 30,000 people. Possibly coming up because because of wages, uh, the United Airlines pilots just got a forty percent in wage increase. So 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 the, the, this inflation is still going through the system, it, it, and that is very dangerous. You know, over over the long term, it, 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 we, we had a very a, a low inflation number come up here for June, but we expect it to move up in going forward. So we, this is something we want to watch uh, going forward. Uh, Bill Gross had an interesting uh, piece this week where he actually talked about Fed funds and treasuries, and he pointed out, this is something we've been talking about, is the Fed funds over time has averaged 2.5% with 2% inflation. Now, the, uh, the, the, typically the 10-year bond has traded 140 basis point spread to, to, to the Fed funds, which simply means it was 140, 1.4% higher. So if it's 2.5%, it worked out to, that works out to be 3.9% on the 10-year on the Treasury. Now, we have inflation right now 
at, at uh, we have inflation that you know it's about four or five percent. It's not even close to that, but we have three point eight five percent on the ten-year Treasury right now. So the ten-year Treasury is t- is taking into account a lot of that two percent inflation already, even though we're not even close to it. I mean, the, the thinking is this inflation is going to possibly settle in between about three and maybe four, four and a half percent over the next year or so. So, 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 so don't expect the long bond that that the. the uh, the tenure to drop and some of the others to go back down to two percent. We're not unless it's, there's a real financial crisis. And one of the things going forward is is we're moving from from a world where the Fed comes in and engages quantitative easing every time there's a crisis to more to more fiscal spending. And so the government's spending a lot. So in, in any crisis, the government's going to engage in fiscal spending, which means they're going to have to borrow money, which is going to keep the rates higher. So, so, so for most of our funds, we actually have some long-term treasuries, which we've only done pretty well on. But for mo- a lot of the funds, we're shorter-term treasuries, shorter-term bonds, because that, that, that part of the curve, if you look at there's something called a treasury curve, which is, 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 is simply uh, – this is where if if I go, how much can I get for a one-year Treasury bond, or how much can I get for a, a five-year Treasury bond? And if you look at it, the 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 six-month Treasury bond is about five and a half percent. The the one-year Treasury bond is right now it's about four point three something percent. Uh, the two years about three four point eight percent. But then if you go out to the ten-year, it's a, it's at it's at 3.84, which means the short-term rates are higher. This is unusual. It oftentimes marks a, a slowdown going forward. Typically, an inverted yield curve is 12 to 18 months uh, before you get an, uh, you get a recession. So we have short-term rates are higher than long-term rates. So which which means in this very uncertain world, you can lock up money for a year or two and get actually pretty good returns, particularly in very very safe assets with a lot of liquidity, which is kind of unusual. And, and I think I think that that's an interesting opportunity because we to, you know, the, the talk has been over the last last year coming into the year and everybody said we we're going to have a recession. We said, no, we didn't think so. If any slowdown would be mild, it, but there was like, no, we're going to a bad recession in 2023. And it hasn't happened. And now Wall Street has morphed over. There won't be any recession or, the, you know, it's just going to be no problems at all. I, I think we're seeing a slowdown. Now, put up against that is a lot of a, an enormous amount of fiscal spending. Keep in mind, we, we've done one trillion dollar uh, uh, end inflation now due infrastructure uh, program, Green New Deal, uh, COVID bailout program after another trillion dollars. It, 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 uh, 10, 15 years ago, if the economy slowed down, they come up with a hundred, hundred billion dollar, you know, spending program to try to boost the economy or 150. These guys are dropping trillion dollars. Uh, you know, the, the old was, I think, Senator Edward Dirksen of Illinois. I mean, uh, it was him or, or Howard Hunt, one of the two uh, or the Hunts that made the comment, you know, uh, 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 was it a billion dollars, a billion here, a billion there? Pretty soon it, 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 it adds up to real money. Uh, it, 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 we're, now we're in the trillion dollar 
numbers. And so, so this is there's a lot of spending cascading into the market, but but consumers are slowing down. If you listen to the CSX call, a lot of consumer products, chemicals, papers are slowing down. Other sectors are doing pretty well. So, so, so in this world today, you want to go into low PE companies that you, that have reasonable growth prospects that pay good dividends, shorter term bonds. High quality. You want to be in very high quality because things could go wrong. The economy could go into recession. Okay, the, we could get a financial crisis of some type out there with the financial system. So you want to be in very high quality. We could see something happen with China or Russia. The viral out of control. And in those environments, you want to be prepared for that type of thing. Precious metals, the the oil and gas sector, those things are going to be there no matter what. And I think it continues to be there, uh, to, to be that. One of the more interesting things out there, and I've been talking about this thing for a number of weeks now, is China. If you look at China, the best, uh, you know, the, the problem I have with China is, uh, in Taiwan is, I've heard nothing from the Chinese that tells me they're not going to invade Taiwan. And, and I've heard nothing the Americans have said, of people of, 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 of any stature, nothing the Americans have said are, are saying that they're, that, that they're not going to invade Taiwan. It, you know, it, it, and so... I'm certainly everything the Americans are telling me is is that that they believe China's going to invade Taiwan, and nothing the Chinese are saying is that, that are saying that says the Chinese are not going to invade Taiwan, and that's a concern. And if you look at it over the last two months, something very strange has been happening over there. We've had the leaders of the biggest com- companies in the United States doing business in China have made have gone over and met with senior. Chinese officials, uh, Elon Musk at Tesla, uh, Cook at uh, at uh, Apple, uh, uh, Jamie Dimon, J.P. Morgan, uh, Bill Gates, Microsoft. Even though he's not, uh, yeah, he's connected with the company. People, they they know he still has tremendous influence. A lot of big executives are going. They're they're not saying what they talked about, they're, you know, uh, and, and they're coming back. They're being told something. And if you look at the United States, we've had uh, uh, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken go over there. We've had uh, uh, Treasury Secretary uh, Janet Yellen go over there. We've had climate a- uh, activists or whatever he is in the administration uh, uh, go over there. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, anyway. But uh, all, and all of them have co- have come back it, 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 with with nothing positive to say. Uh, the uh, you know the climate agenda. Well, you know, we, the answer in all three of them been we've had frank talks. You know, that's diplomatic speak. For there was some pretty rough language said between the two of them. And if you look at Blinken came back within 36 hours after Blinken came back to the United States from his trip to China, President Biden declared that Xi Jinping was a dictator, which was a huge insult to the Chinese president. And uh, you're correct or not, I'm just, you know, it's a huge public insult, which means, tells me the talks went really badly. It, it, and then this last week, Henry Kissinger has gone over there as well. The, the, the most respected American person to the Chinese is is Henry Kissinger. Henry Kissinger is 100 years old, and I doubt travels very far at all. And so for him to have gone over to China, something 
something is being said, and I don't know if you invade Taiwan, we're going to do this, this, and this, or the Chinese are saying, we're going to invade, you better not go near it. I don't know what, but something is being said. It, it, and a couple things you need to look at is the time for, for, for China to invade, most likely, it's going to be August, I think it's, I think it's uh, April, May, June, somewhere that time frame. Those are the months that, that, that it's easiest to traverse the straits without the weather issues. And uh, you know, there's times that the Chinese have tried to invade Taiwan or Japan, sailed across those straits and been hit by a hurricane, and they know that, or a typhoon over there. So, so something's going on. This is something we want to watch. We're not sure exactly what's happening there, but, but, but make no mistake about it. Something's going on, and most of the things we're hearing aren't real positive right now. So we'll see what happens. But anyway, let's take a quick break and be right back right here on the Max Out Savings Show. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512newmedia, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees stayed alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. The Big 1070 is everywhere on TuneIn.com, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com, and in Houston on AM 1070 and FM 1033. The answer. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. See, one of the interesting things, I came across an interesting uh, thing by, I think, Smart Asset. Uh, they went and looked at how much people can save by moving from, I mean, I really almost hate to even bring this up, but I think it's important to understand the world we live in today. Uh, 
I really hate to bring this up, but they, they looked at a person living in New York and San Francisco and a couple other places, and, and, and if they earned $650,000, they could save $250,000 a year by moving to Austin, Texas. And you know, Austin's a lovely place compared to the absolute hellhole that San Francisco. I mean, I, I can't even imagine somebody wanting to live in San Francisco. I mean, it, 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 it's basically a, 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 just a, a complete nightmare of a city that, that's like out of a, out of a horror movie. And, uh, but the, the numbers are they could, if they, in, in New York they say two hundred fifty thousand in 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 San Francisco two hundred twelve thousand San Francisco the tax rate is forty six percent and it costs eighty three percent more uh, to live there as well so so you're saving an enormous amount on taxes and you're saving an enormous amount on on living expenses as well I mean th- those th- those are huge numbers. Uh, you know, I mean, it's almost frightening that this thing is out there. But this shows you that the, the reason why you're seeing this massive migration to Texas and Florida and other places uh, <clears throat> around the country is uh, is because uh, you know last time I, you know, I, I, I'm here in Florida today, uh, and I, I'm just amazed how uh, uh, the Panhandle is growing. How uh, you know Mississippi, Alabama, that area. These things are just booming because there's such there's so much savings that you so much money you, you, you get back a huge amount of money in your taxes plus your, your cost of living is so much nicer in the problem with a lot of people if you're somewhat conservative in san francisco new york you almost have to start moving out because no one that people are just that you know you know they talk about racism and stuff and they don't hear that as much anymore in the south truthfully these people are the biggest bunch of bigots and racists in California, in, in San Francisco, and New York. Uh, you know, they don't they don't like people. If someone has a liberal opinion in Texas, you know, people tolerate them. You know, they're nice about it. Those people up there, they, they you know, they they want to exclude you. They don't want to, you know, they, they'll they'll do they'll, they'll do things against you. They, they're they're mean spirited. It's this is why we're seeing this massive migration. Like I said, uh, Texas, Florida, uh, Mississippi. I was shocked how much industry was in Mississippi as I drove through, and uh, it was the same thing in in Alabama. I mean, it's all over the place. But people are moving moving to these places for for safety. But but but. But but I was shocked. The reason I'm bringing it up, I was shocked at the at the at the amount. If they make two hundred thousand uh, dollars. They still in, in New York they save eighty six thousand dollars a year. In San Francisco, sixty eight thousand. These are still just massive numbers. Now a big chunk of that is the housing. In California, what costs you a million dollars to live in? In the South, you could probably, you know, the house, same house is maybe $450,000, $400,000. So, so the, the, you know, and, and that doesn't include the cost of the electricity, the insurance, those type of things. Uh, by the way, one thing, uh, so, so this, this, this is why the, this, this huge shift, but, but the thing, the reason they're moving now, the reason people are moving now, this is what you understand, need to understand, it's very important, is the, why this shift has happened in the last two years is two reasons. COVID has made people realize what it's like to, to, you know, to live away from that environment. And the other really big one is 
they're realizing it's never going to change in San Francisco. It's not going to get better in New York. These 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 are, are places that are in that 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 there's a group of people that have taken over have taken over these places it, 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 it's not a good it's not a good place for them i mean it's you know the, you, the democratic machines are never going to be uh, never going to be removed taxes are never going to go down the crime is you know maybe it gets a little better but but they're in, they're in a state of permanent decline they're dysfunctional and they're realizing it's not getting any better so some will see another interesting thing we're hearing a lot about the the you know the insurance problems. Everyone's pulling out of Florida. The insurance companies. I, I, I tell you what, that needs to be looked at real closely by regulators around the country, insurance regulators, because this is the question. Uh, the two uh, leaders in the Republican, uh, the Republican uh, not move for president are coming out of Florida, and if insurance companies are being pressured or or or, or liberal insurance executives. Are, are, are deliberately sabotaging the, the Florida insurance market, uh, that, that, that's a problem to make Florida look like it's a bad place to be where nobody wants to, wants to be. And, and, and I think, I mean, I can sort of understand it's tough to get insurance on the beach, okay, but I'm having trouble understanding why, why, why they're having such problems with other parts of, of, of the state. It, and I think it does need to be looked at to some extent because th- th- this – this battle for the 2000 presidential election is going to be fought on multiple fronts. It's not just going to be fought. It's going to be fought in the insurance business. It's being fought in corporate America. Every, all these people, it's a cult. They're all coming on board and they're all trying to move the agenda forward. And, 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 and you know, we, we, this 2024 election is going to be the most decisive, the, the, the toughest, most bitterly fought election. It, it, the, there is not an insignificant probability it leads to the breakup of the United States. And I think everybody should t- keep that in line. And, I, and this is why it is, it is imperative. I think it's too late that they, they should have gone and restructured all the election processes in the country to ensure fairness with, you know, setting up, making sure your absentee ballot is, is perfect, you're, you're, you have an ID uh, you're not using computers to sit there that can be manipulated with software to manipulate elections. We need hard counts so, so we can have fair elections because it's not the presidency or who's going to be the, the – we're getting to the point where it's going to be – it could lead to the breakup of the United States. And people should look at what the Civil War cost the United States and, and, and understand. And as near as I can see, the, the Republicans are not – I mean, the Democrats are not going to try to do anything to improve – Election transparency, and so so it's going to be a concern. So so these are all big big trends that are really heading heading our way, and and, and I think we've got to be cognizant of that. And in that environment, you want to run, you want to manage money, retirement money, more conservatively. You want to spread out your risk. You, you don't want to be in the S and P five hundred in a long term bond fund, you know, parked in there, even though it's done done okay this year so far. At least the S and P five hundred because of the seven, you know, magical stocks that have gone up. But because, because there's a lot of potential outcomes, some of them are very very dicey. And you talk to the top investors in the world, the brightest people, and you know, you kind of read, you either read exactly what they say, or sometimes to quote Elon Musk, you don't even need to read between the lines. Just read what they say they're like you've got to diversify we're not sure 
this thing could go down, go badly. You want to be in different asset classes. You want to park you. You want to have a. You want to have a diversified portfolio, and that that's not just the S and P five hundred index in the long term bond index. That is that is stocks. It's bonds, short term money markets, uh, commodities, real estate. All of those things. It, so, so, so they they will sit there. And the, 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 your, your portfolio will move based on different directions, and it won't be caught flat footed uh, when, when things change. If something happens with the war with Ukraine, if something happens with China invades, you can see things change overnight in, in some of these areas extremely quickly. It, it, it could destabilize the financial system. And there's a lot of talk from the you know, the World Economic Forum about, you know, there could be a problem in the financial system. Every time these guys start talking about anything, it just, you know, kind of magically happens. So, so, you, so you want to be prepared for that. And, and I think that's going to be important. And, and I think some of these other areas here, uh, you know, you want to, that diversification, you want to be in things harder assets. If, if we go into a, a bifurcated uh, financial system, which you know, because of the Ukraine war, that's what Joe Biden has, has moved us into. He kind of he, he basically bet the the the, the U.S. dollar uh, uh, as a world currency on the war with with the Ukraine, and he either has to take out the Russians now, or we're going to have a bifurcated financial system. So I think we're going to have a bifurcated financial system, and in that world, uh, you, you want to have these different asset classes, and in that world, precious metals and commodities will will move seamlessly back and forth between the dip, the two financial systems, whereas dollars will hit a wall or the other currencies you want or, or the BRIC currency will hit a wall coming into the United States. But those commodities will, will move seamlessly between the two financial systems, and the commodities will be another way for, for countries around the world for them to sit there and, 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 and stockpile their current accounts and so instead of having just dollars and some yen and euros, they have other things because they don't know what could happen to the dollar or could they be cut off from that financial system. So, so it makes a big difference going forward. So, so anyway, so those, this is why we think the precious metals, uh, the commodities, the oil and gas, these, these sectors, I mean, if you look at oil, it's, it's fungible. You know, it sits on a tank or you can sell it to anybody around the world. And maybe you can't sell it to that person, but they can they, they can buy it from somebody else, and then those people will take your crew. And, and so that that so it's it's a different investing world. By the way, one of the things we had some questions this week on on people were worried about the you know about what do I do for for some estate work, and we gave them the name of some people we use for estate planning. But one of the things that we ran into is. We didn't run into, but we just talked about is a lot of people don't realize, but it's state tax exemption for uh, for individuals is right now is at twelve point nine two million dollars. For a couple, it's it's twenty five point eight two million dollars estate tax. So most people aren't going to have an estate problem, and, and this is this is what comes in. You know, the question is, how do you you put everything into a trust? You know, we've gone back and forth on this over time. We've listened to people. You know, we, we have some people say everything should be in a trust. I, I think trusts are more for specialized situations to protect the, the, your heirs from a divorce or bankruptcy if you have concerns about that for part of the funds. Uh, the, 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 the 
the, the flip side of that is we, we hear from a lot of, we, we know some instances where people come back and say, look, they told the parents, look, we don't want all this stuff in a trust. We really just want this stuff broken up and that's it. Uh, but in the past, people put it in with, you know, sometimes it, it used to be a million dollars. Well, you know, people would stick money in trust or do all types of fancy things to avoid the taxes. So you don't need it. The other thing is, typically, no matter what happens, if your house is in your name or a piece of real estate is in your name, it's hard for people to take it. If it's in a trust or something, I, you know, you never know what could happen in the future. It, 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 and so particularly when it comes to home, it's just my opinion. You can go, hey, the house is in my name. Here's a piece of paper. It's not a trust. Even if you look at communist takeovers, so they rarely throw people out of their houses, you know, unless they're in the biggest house in town. They rarely throw people out of their houses because they, even in, in communist countries, the idea of ownership of prop of homes is, 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 is remarkably strong. It, it, it's just something to, to think about here uh, going forward. Hey, by the way, another little uh, tip I had, I came across the interesting story uh, that uh, about, uh, about couples. They did a study of couples, and, and they had they, they, and, and money, and, and, and they had three groups. They, they took uh, one group of couples. They just let them do whatever they were going to do. They took another group of couples, and they said, look, we'd like you – to, to have separate bank accounts. So these were, I think, newlyweds, new uh, couples. It, 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 and so, and then the third group, they put, okay, they, they put their money all in one bank account. And what they found was, is that they found out that, that the people that, that the, 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 the couples that put their money all in one bank account had better longer-term relationships. And, and it, it was basically, it was, it was, but three things basically. It, it was it was a fact of of it seemed to be it made them think together better. Uh, it, it also made the couples if if people knew all the money was coming out of one bank account, they spent better because they knew their their spouse would be watching to some extent. It did. They also realized they had to communicate better, and there was also a communal thing that was much better. So if, if one person spent some money more, there wasn't the idea from the other couple that you owe me now because of this. And so they had better relationships. Now, if, if one person comes in a relationship with more money, maybe they have a separate account for their more money. But the, but the funds coming in, you know, from, from, the, from, the, from the work and the day-to-day -day stuff, you're better off, even if one person wakes more, you're better off having one central account because it, 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 it works it, it people to work together as a couple. Something to think about. Well, thanks for listening to the Max Out Savings Show. Remember our motto and philosophy, which is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. Save aggressively, invest conservatively. Uh, a couple things. If you need some help with your retirement, that's what we do at Max Out Savings Advisors here in Houston, Texas. We manage retirement money, IRA rollovers, uh, those type of programs. Uh, if you need some help, go to the website. You can request an appointment with me, and I'll sit down with you and, and go over your financial situation. The, you know, the first consultation is free. I'm happy to help you out. I'd like to help you out. Just go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. Also, if, if, if nothing else, sign up for our free newsletter. It's completely free. We, it's a private list. We don't call you. We don't bother. We don't ask you for anything. We put it out once a month talking about all these big ideas, retirement savings in the world today. It's the Max Out Savings Report. It's completely free. Just go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. I hope everyone has a great weekend. And we'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show.
Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of the morning show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees Stayed Alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. The Big 1070 is everywhere on TuneIn.com, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com, and in Houston on AM 1070 and FM 1033. The answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.